In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Nasoi, we have the uh, section, a, a short section, of the Birchas Kohenim, the priestly blessings. And these are the blessings that the Kohenim would give in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Holy Temple. And uh, we do it in our shuls. Um, outside of Israel, most places, we'll do it only on the Yom Toivim, Rosh Hashanah, um, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuos. Um, and inside of Rosh Yisrael, some places we'll do it every day, some people places we'll do it on uh, every Shabbos. And the reasons for these differences is beyond the scope of what we're talking about. But be that as it may, this is the place, uh, these are the Pesukim and the Torah that talk about these brachas, the special blessings that the Kayanim give the Jewish people. The brachas begin with the words, Vaidabar um, Hashem, Hashem speaks to Moshe, and He says, Tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you should bless us, B'nai Yisrael, the, the children of Israel. Amor lahem, or Amor lahem, say to them. Amor lahem, say to them, say to them these blessings. Rashi, in his commentary on the Chumash, um, comments on the words Amor lahem. So Rashi says, Kemoy zachayr and shamayr. That this word Amor lahem, say to them, is just like the words zachayr and shamayr, where we're talked about the laws of remembering and guarding the Shabbos. Now, on a simple level, this Rashi is a grammar Rashi. Um, we know that Rashi deals with his, in, in his commentary on the Torah with all aspects of the Torah, and one of them is with the grammar of the Torah. And there's a grammatical issue here, which is that seemingly it should have said emor with a segel, and it says amor, again, for grammatical reasons that I'm not going to get into here at all. And Rashi is giving precedent to the usage of the word Amr, Amr Lahem, again, just as the Torah uses the expressions Zachar and Shamar when it comes to Shabbos. That's on a purely uh, grammatical level, on an upshot level of what Rashi is, is saying. However, the Rebbe gives a, a very uh, a deeper um, understanding um, into what this Rashi is coming to allude to, something deeper than the simple grammatical idea as well. And the Rebbe says, that Rashi is really using Zohar and Shamor, the mitzvah of remembering and guarding Shabbos, um, to understand something very profound about the Birchas Koyenim, about these blessings. And the idea is the following. Um, when we talk about Shabbos, and it's really the, the mitzvahs of Shabbos are encapsulated in these two words, Zohar and Shamor. Um, one um, appears in the Aseris Adibris, the Ten Commandments, the way it's written the first time in the Torah, and the other appears in the Ten Commandments, the way it's written the second time in the Torah. But we have the, the midst of remembering Shabbos and guarding Shabbos. Really, remembering and guarding refer to the two aspects of Shabbos, which are the do's and the don'ts of Shabbos. Remembering Shabbos is we make Kiddush on Shabbos and we sanctify the Shabbos, we make it a holy day, we make it a special day in so many different ways. That's the do's of Shabbos. We remember the Shabbos in its, uh, all of its holiness and, and, and uh, peacefulness and so on. Shomer, which means to guard, that alludes to the prohibitions of Shabbos, what we're not allowed to do, the various types of malacha, the various types of work that the Torah tells us that we're not allowed to do on Shabbos. And these are the two sides, the two angles of Shabbos, the do's and the don'ts. Now, for many people, the do's resonate better than the don'ts, right? We all enjoy the beauty of it and the holiness of it and the restfulness and the peacefulness, but why all the don'ts? Why all the don't do this and don't do that? Um, sometimes we like the zohar more than the shamar. And really, what the Torah is teaching us, what Hashem is teaching us, is that for something to be wholesome, 
there has to be both sides of it. For any type of a commitment or a relationship to be, whole, to be wholesome, to be complete, to be real, to be meaningful, there has to be the do's, what we do to bring into it. But yet, there also has to be the don'ts, how we guard it. The don'ts create the area for the do's to really work. If there isn't boundaries and limitations, if there isn't the don'ts, then the do's don't bring the desired effects um, either. And that's true for all the, the Torah mitzvahs in general. Our relationship with Hashem is based on the positive commandments and the negative commandments. These are the mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs. We have the positive commandments that bring in the holiness and the beauty that the Torah brings into our life. The negatives say, don't do other things that detract, that will hurt from that. In other words, the negatives create the room, create the space for the positives to bring in the holiness that's necessary. An example, a metaphor that's brought on Hasidus is if you want to make a beautiful home, so there's beautifying it by bringing in beautiful uh, you know, vessels or, or uh, decorations and so on, but you first have to clean it. If the home is filled with garbage, even if you bring in so many beautiful types of decorations, it's not going to become a beautiful place as long as the garbage is not removed as well. Again, bringing out this point to the do's and the don'ts. And the very same is with Birchas Kain and the blessings that the Kohanim are, are giving us. Obviously, it's Hashem's blessings that the Kohanim are giving to us. The Kohanim say, Yivarechecha Hashem v'yishmerecha. Hashem should bless you and guard you. Notice both. As Rashi points out, Rashi says, you know, many people can give someone a gift, but they don't have a real way to guard it. And if it's not guarded, that gift can easily be lost. Hashem gives a gift, and that's the blessings of the Kohenim that contains both sides of the story. Yivarechecha Hashem, Hashem should bless you, v'yishmerecha, but Hashem has the ability that not only to bless you, but to guard you, that that gift should truly be able to be appreciated. If it's a monetary gift, that it shouldn't be lost. It shouldn't have to be spent on negative things. Right? Later in the Birchas Kohenim, we have, we have, um, Yisa Hashem Panav Ilecha, Viyasem Lecha Shalom. Rashi explains Yisa Hashem Panav Ilecha, that Hashem should hold back his anger, Viyasem Lecha Shalom, and give you peace. Notice the negative and the positive. A, he's going to hold back anger because there's sometimes reasons that we may have angered him, and that could be hurtful. So Hashem will put the anger on the side and then create the space for V'yasim l'cha shalom to give us peace. And that's here the idea that Rashi begins with Zachar and Shamor. This basic idea that there's always the positive and the negative. There's always the do and the don't that creates something complete. That is the basis of the Birchas Kain and the blessings that Hashem blesses us with as well. That it contains both. It takes away the negative and, and leaves room for the positive to be given and to be a blessing for us and to us. Perhaps one last angle. Rashi, in the words, Amor Lahem says an additional idea. He says, kulam shomim. When those brachos, when those blessings are given, everyone should hear. Everyone in the shul, everyone in the synagogue, everyone who's being blessed should, should hear and listen and receive those blessings. When we think about the fact that, let's say, one is receiving a blessing, but recognizes that everyone is seeing, receiving the blessings. There's, again, two sides to it. On the one hand, it's for everyone. That means that I too am, I, am a recipient of it. On the other hand, I recognize, but it's for everyone, so it's not only for me. The blessings are meant to be shared. The, mess, the blessings are there for everyone, which requires some level of humility. The don't, if you will. It's not only about me. It's for everyone. It's to be shared. So again, we have for a blessing to be complete. 
It should be a blessing that I recognize that I'm a recipient of that blessing, and yet I'm a recipient as part of something bigger than me. I'm a recipient together with everyone else who receives it as well, and that's the ultimate blessing. The ultimate blessing is when I'm able to both be a receiver as well as appreciate the idea that it's me together with everyone. And all this is part of those two angles of the Zohar and the Shamar, recognizing the, the do's and the limitations, and only together is a blessing, final, full and complete, both in our relationship to Hashem, in how we give to Him, so to speak, through our performance of mitzvahs, both positive and negative, the do's and the don'ts, and as Hashem reciprocates in His blessings, Yivarechacha and Yishmarecha, the do's and the don'ts of blessing as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos.